This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. San Francisco, I just landed. I'm out here and I'm going to do a keynote for friends of mine out here, National Association of Hispanic Realtors. Anyway, it's going to be fun and I want to talk to you about reduction in prices and that's obviously for real estate. Now, a lot of you know I run one of the largest communities for real estate agents in the world. We're at 150,000 agents. And what I keep seeing is a mixture of these two things. One is price reductions. Hey, everyone, we're we're price reducing. Is everyone seeing that? And on the other hand is, whoa, no price reduction, still multiple offers. And you know what that tells me? That tells me the same thing I've been telling you. Real estate is very regional, right? We've been over that over some of the, in some of the videos that I ran a few days back. You can go and take a look at those. A lot of data. And today I've got more data for you. You're going to love this one. It's it's not as long. It's going to be about 10 minutes total. So bear with me on this one. And I've got some good information that goes back a few years as well. And it also shows you where the market is going. We're going to talk about price reduction. And it's a great article by Realtor.com. It just came out. It's called April 2022 housing market trends report. I'm going to put up the link on YouTube. So if you want to follow along or if you want to just download it and go into it deeper, go right ahead. I took some time to to research a lot here. I went on a I, I went in a rabbit hole and I went further in, but um, let's let me give you the highlights of this so you don't have to do the same thing I just did. Here it is. Although inventory is closer to catching up with last year. Home shoppers are still contending with fewer home sales. That's the truth. I have a lot of people that we're helping out here in California and Los Angeles, and it's the same story. A lot of competitions, multiple offers. The national inventory of active listings declined. So so you hear that? It declined by 12.2% over last year, while the total inventory of unsold homes, including pending listings, declined by 10%. Now, I'm going to stop sharing really quick. Now, if we had a decline, of course, there's going to be less homes sold, right? There's also a decline there, so there's a correlation. Let's go back. Now, I've got a section right here. Let's read it. Nationally, the typical home spent 34 days on the market in April, down six days from the same time last year, and down 28 days from April 2020. That's that's significant, right? It just shows you that there's only about... A month full nationally, a month worth of real estate nationally. Now, obviously, in some areas, it's like 15 days. In some other areas, it's a little higher than 34. Again, very regional. Sellers have also reemerged and new and newly listed homes have finally increased compared to the same time last year. Now, that's just last year, not 2020. So we're still behind and not even 2019 right? Which is nuts. Inventory on track to see growth in the coming weeks. Now, this is why. Let me let me stop really quick to tell you. By the way, I just noticed that my bed was looking nice, but I guess I, I took the covers off. All right. 
<laughs> I got distracted myself. So the inventory is going to increase in the next few months only because interest rates have gone up, which has done two things. One, it's pushed those serious buyers that are really looking and needing to move into the market for sure and saying, hey, we need to buy right now. In fact, my cousin is is buying right now. She's a nurse and she has to buy. She's like, my lease is up. I need to buy. And so we're helping her out. Next, it also pushed out those people that were kind of in the middle with the interest rates going up. They're like, you know what? It's just not worth it. Interest rates went up. Prices are going up. We either can't afford it or it's just not worth it for us. Right? That's number two. And then third, it's May. I mean, May, June, July, what typically happens, and I'll show you a graph in a little bit, what typically happens in these months nationwide, right? If you're from Southern California, it's always a great time to buy. But if you're in places that snows a lot, nobody's buying a home, almost nobody, when it's snowing and they can't take a look at homes. Think about it, right? This is why most homes, May, June, vacation, kids, it's the best time. So let me go back to what I'm showing you here. Inventory on track to see growth in the coming weeks. Yes, that's normal. Now, that's not the graph I want to show you. And neither is that one, but I do want to read this to you. In addition to an increase in new listings, buyer demand has moderated due to the combination of rising rates, which we just talked about, and an all-time high listing price that, has, that have increased the cost, here it is, of financing 80% of the typical home listing by almost 50% compared to a year ago. That's dramatic. Now, that's this is why it's pushing a lot of people out of this market, right? And if we go into here, inventory declined in 42 out of the 50 largest metro areas, right? Compared to last year. This is this is important. Because look at look at the look at the metros which saw inventory growth. Riverside, California, right? Austin, Texas, Sacramento, California. And, and if you want to read this, it goes deeper into other areas as well. You can see that. But I don't want to be here an hour. So in the 50 largest U.S. metros, the typical home spent 28 days on market. That's different than nationally. Remember, I just showed you 34. I think it was 34. 28 days on the market and homes also spent six fewer days on the market on average compared to April 2021. This is all important because as we take a look at this, this graphic, uh, this little graph, days on market, down six days compared to last year. But it also gives you 2017 through 2022, right? And you can see here, let's see if we can zoom in so we can show you what happened and everyone knows what happened. This light blue line is 2020. What happened was all of a sudden, nobody knew what was going to happen. So there's a, a weird spike here, right? But typically, look what happens normally down and then it goes up. Right. So that's that's all normal, except this is significantly lower. Right. But still same trend. So I wanted to show you that. And you can take a look at that later, too. Now, if we look at the next graph, but let me read this to you. Sellers are responding to a softening of demand. Yes. What's happening is sellers are like, wait a second. My home's not selling in a day anymore. It's taking two days. I'm freaking out. Do we need to drop the price? And that's what's happening. Right. It's not that the prices are dropping significantly to a price that's below market value. It's that a lot of these sellers, and I'm telling you this because we're experience, experiencing this with all the real estate agents 
that talk to me and that talk to each other in our community of 150,000 agents. I'm telling you this because a lot of these sellers were like, well, that home sold for that price? Let's just price it for 5 to 10% over that. And what's happening now is like, okay, got it. We need to reduce the price to an actual market value price. So these prices that were astronomically high are now in some areas, they're like, oh, I guess I guess we are priced way over. Let, let's go to market value, right? That's what's also happening as well. And you can see that there. Now, the graphic that I want to show you is this one because price reduced share. And you can see here, if we go to April, all of a sudden, April 2022, last month, it started spiking a little sooner. Like people started reducing their price sooner in comparison to this one over here, which is green, right? Which is last year. It's a little different. Now, over, if you look at these, this orange one, 2018, this blue one, which is 2017, that's a typical trend of when it starts picking up. And you see this yellow one starting to pick up at the exact same time right here. This just showing you that eventually the market is going to get to finally being a little bit more normal. And I, this is why I love this graph. Now, they don't mention it in this graph, but I'm telling you from the experience that we have, that's exactly what's going to happen. So now what we're seeing is that the market is finally, in some areas, shifting slowly. It's not going to crash. Prices are still estimated to go up. And you saw the video yesterday. They're still estimated to go up. It's just that now people are going to be a little bit more realistic in some areas and saying, okay, got it. We should price our home at market value because there's less demand because less people can afford it. Interest rates have gone up and prices are going to slowly, slowly come back to normal. Now, it may take, in some cases, like I showed you yesterday, it may take up until 2024 for that to happen because there's still a large, large demand and there's not enough inventory. So I'm going to put this link to this article. This is all I'm going to show you today. We'll go into other things tomorrow. And if you're watching this on YouTube, even if you're not, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, please. Appreciate the time. And we just started a podcast on this as well so that at least you get this every day.